0: Hello, and welcome to Better Than Mario Brothers, the podcast where every episode we make like our titular heroes and plummet down a pipe into a cinematic pile of sewage, bringing you the very best of the very worst of cinema.
1: Yeah, so to kick things off, um, we've taken a suggestion from Herman Rigby of Pensacola, Florida. Thank you, Herman. Uh, And we are looking at Rubber, the 2010, I want to say classic. Um,
0: I, I... (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know if I'd use the word classic but <laughs> well, it's we'll a see. 2010 uh, something yeah I was I, I must admit um, we got a, a pretty a pretty decent response to our Facebook post asking asking you guys for your worst films I mean obviously we have a list ourselves that we're gonna work through um, but anytime you guys have suggestions we're always happy to jump on that uh, I was quite surprised to see this pop up I mean I understand that this is in the kind of bad film. Oeuvre. It's about essentially a psycho tyre with psychokinetic powers. I mean, I, I get it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I, I'd i not seen the film. I'd heard of it. I remember it coming out um, and going, What the fucking hell is that? And then never thought about it again until two weeks ago when the, when it was recommended. Um, and the, the psycho tyre bit I could get on board with more than some of the devices. Uh yeah I mean I guess that's fair
0: I go completely the other way which I suspected I might as soon as this came up so this could make for some interesting discussion. Um I think this is a really good film. Like I genuinely I bought this um I saw it uh in the cinema I believe or maybe I rented it. I, yeah I think this goes back to the days of rental. I may have had this from Love Film. Um and then immediately bought it. Uh I I didn't watch it again until such time that we decided to do this podcast, which I guess says something. I mean, I don't love it enough that I've made repeated viewings, and yeah. I, I don't necessarily think it's a film that asks for repeated viewing. Certainly not in a in a kind of light hearted, enjoyable way that something like Mario Brothers would. <laughs> um, but I think this is a, an exceptionally well made low budget film. <laughs> um, it's so. I mean, it was written, shot, and directed all by the same chap. Um, Name was Quentin Quent- Giroux, I think. Quentin Dupur, I it. believe. I don't know. My French pronunciation yeah, sucks. Quentin Dupur. Uh, better known to most people as Mr. Weasel. Yeah. Uh, from the, the Levi's out adverts out of the
1: 90s? Early
0: 2000s? I See, I was trying to work out today. Is this late 90s or early 2000s? I distinctly remember those adverts kicking around when i was old enough to drive
1: so i it was, was in certainly... sixth form because you had the puppet the flat eric thing. yeah flat eric yes and the, uh, i was in sixth form when that came out so i would have been 99 two thousand. that sounds about right yeah. i definitely passed my driving test because flat beat was a
0: thing and i had a modified car so look i wasn't a dick i just had a modified car with a pretty decent sound system so flat beat <laughs> was pretty good coming through that sub um so yeah Mr. Weasel, um wrote, shot, cut, the works. This is definitely his project. Uh, interestingly, in the features on the DVD, he fesses up to it taking a month to write and 14 days to shoot, which is impressive by any standard.
1: What the fuck did he do for 13 days?
0: <laughs> I mean, it. look, if nothing else, this film
1: is beautifully shot. Bits of it are. I mean, it's gorgeous. Th- there are bits of it where I think they should have changed the name to Soft Focus it's gorgeous I mean yes yes the
0: soft especially at the beginning where our our hero tyre uh, Robert yeah uh, <laughs> the tyre does have a name our hero tyre Robert just goes kind of freewheeling through the desert and we have this kind of light hearted soundtrack behind him it's gorgeous it's absolutely gorgeous and this is really one of the first instances I can remember really seeing those early Canon D series put to their paces this was mm. shot on a Canon this was not shot on film this is digital video um, and it looks beautiful for it, especially on on a blu ray transfer, which is how I've watched it this time um looks great it's a great looking
1: film yeah i mean there were there were some bits i mean we'll we'll talk about this first of all. I mean there were some bits which I think is very early on where they transitioned from day to night and you was sleeping under a tree, and I don't know whether it was the cut, but something with it of so just the cut the, the grading looked off. Mm-hmm. and it was like it went from being quite bright and being in the desert to being very dark but something didn't work with it and then they cut straight back out of it again i okay. was uh, so looking at it saying what the fuck are you done that for and given the rest of the film it was probably a conscious choice yeah just i i mean maybe as as we say frequently
0: um on not so much on this show because this is only the second episode but you've you say frequently especially on SMPD where there's choice there's meaning so Maybe it was intentional, um, particularly, as you say, given the whole narrative thrust behind the film, actually. You, you'd like to believe that every choice has been made intentionally. But this was a low-budget production, and shit does go wrong. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just work with what you got. It may have been that that shot didn't come out. It's digital video. You'd tend to think that if it didn't, you'd just go back Dilly and take again, it yeah. again. I don't know. Um, I can't say I even noticed that.
1: Yeah, it's not an sort of thing. I do notice it, just for some reason it jarred with me, but probably nothing yeah i mean
0: i think most of the time when i'm watching this film i remember certainly watching it first time out and it it bowling me over and then always intending to go back and watch it again and never doing so so in watching it this time for the second time i spent a hell of a lot of time just consciously picking it apart Hmm. um which i mean look that's in there for you I, i can understand why this has been suggested as a a bad film. Um, It it does, incidentally, when you look on things like Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic and stuff, it does definitely split its audience. It's kicking round about the middle ground, round about the 50 60% where there are a camp of people that absolutely love this, and there are a camp of people that just call it utter shite. It is very divisive. Yeah.
1: Um, I definitely fall into the former. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of on the fence. I can I can see some of what they've done. I appreciate some of what they've done, but other bits I'm thinking, what the fucking hell am I watching?
0: Yeah, so I mean, I mean to get into it then, the, the film just lays down its mission statement immediately. Hmm. From the word go, we get a whole speech about how narrative structure in films and choices that characters make just do not matter.
1: Yeah, and it's the sort of fourth wall meta shit that it, it usually works really well um, is you've got the sheriff whose name I can never remember um, I don't know if it's ever actually mentioned um, but basically some, you know, talking directly to camera and then we later find out that there are people behind the camera um, who are ah, sort
0: of... or are they have well, you watched all the way to the yeah, end credits no, I wasn't going yeah. to go for that um, so oh yeah okay spoilers actually yeah. yeah before we start diving into the film Yeah. spoilers spoilers all over the fucking place that should go without saying for this podcast, I think. We're talking about films. So. Yeah, we're talking
1: specifically about the film, so we're probably going to tell you stuff that if you haven't seen it, you're not going to know. Um, but yeah, so you had this straight-to-camera piece, and then at the end of this fucking monologue about how nothing in film makes sense. No, there's no reason for shit, it just is. And then you cut to what the people he's talking to or isn't talking to, depending on how, how you interpret it and, how you get, and where you get to at the end of it. Um, but... There's some sort of fuck. They're they're in the desert to watch a. It's built as a film.
0: Yeah. So there's this there's this meta narrative essentially whereby there are a group of spectators watching a film, which is also the same film that we're watching. Yeah. So we're watching them watching Rubber. Um, they act as stand-ins for us. Yeah. They are essentially us represented it in the film world. And there is a lot of this meta storytelling throughout. Um, I mean, specifically, um, a, a lot of people, I think, as I say, that, that don't like this film have probably come to it expecting a B movie yeah. but a, a killer tire and, and a splatfest. fest. Um, it's actually the complete opposite of that. This is Mr. Weasel just taking a complete broadside shot at Hollywood mm. and at studio filmmaking and uh, just the state of the film industry, I guess, in the early tens that this was, and still today, Mm. uh, and specifically skewering audiences and critics. Now, in doing so, a lot of the devices that he consciously gets in his crosshairs are ones that I constantly applaud on these podcasts. So, if anything, I should hate this. This should be aimed squarely at me. (laughs) But I can see the intent behind it. I take it in good humor and actually he does it incredibly well. He's ruthless about it and oh, does it extremely well. I mean, again, right from that first speech, we get it's, um, it's Deputy Chad or Sheriff Chad, I think. Right. I mean, just yeah. checked IMDB. Like, he immediately calls bullshit on the whole thing. Yeah. Just whatever you think you're watching, he gets out of the trunk of that car and just calls bullshit immediately and lays down the law of the world. Yeah. Just tells you that they can do what they want. It doesn't matter. There is they don't need a foreign narrative structure. They don't need a character arc. No one needs motivation. They're just gonna do whatever the fuck they want to yeah, do for the next ha- eighty
1: minutes. Shit will happen because it happens. And like, we've we've had conversations when we've been writing things before, and it was so said fairly tongue in cheek as well, what if you just dress one of the main characters as a monkey? Yeah. You never explain it, there's never a reason for it, you just do it. And it's it's that kind of it's that kind of idea Whereas, well, we're following a tyre. It, is it a possessed tyre? Is it a fucking reincarnated sort of, who, who gives a fuck? It's a tyre.
0: Now, I, I as I say, ordinarily, I come down hard on the side of, no, everything must have a reason. If it doesn't serve the story, it doesn't belong in your film. I am, I'm known for being ruthless with that amongst our own writing circles and creative circles. I am somebody that will get the red pen out and go nuts on a script. But... Because this is laid down immediately, mm. they, he really does give himself a get-out-jail-free card. And what he also does is distances himself from the kind of uh, just arthouse bullshit mm. that is that bogs down so many of his contemporaries. I mean, look, I cannot stand just art for art's sake where mm. where we just leave something open-ended and say well the audience can interpret that no things should have a reason for being there look i'm not a lynch fan i'll never be a lynch fan okay but this is distance from that because straight out we're not looking for a meaning here nothing has some grand other no. symbolic meaning this is flat out a pot shot at the audience and the studio system and it's there it's laid bare for you nothing is hidden behind layers you just have to read it the way it's intended, hmm. and it's given to you on a plate. Yeah,
1: there's, there's there's no ambiguity to it at all. There's no interpretation, and like we've talked about this before uh, many times, that no, it's very easy for people to look at a prodding and go, well, that's what was intended. That's clearly what they meant, without any fucking yeah. reference point for that. And especially when you look at literature and you've got people who you know, have been dead for hundreds of years, You, it's impossible to say what they intended, because they can't fucking tell you. And, yeah. And it's it, it's generally the same with this where, where, or with, with film but with this he's going you know what it fucking means what I want it to mean because it's my film fuck you
0: and that's fine I, because he's laid that out yeah. to us that's cool I'm fine with that um, in, in a weird way as freewheeling as this story is and as many kind of great big massive changes in, in character and plot and everything that happened with no reason at all mm. it's still pretty tight there are no holes in this thing no there are none. There's nothing You know, he doesn't leave any open ends at the end of the film. Like, it all makes. It does make sense, just not necessarily in a conventional narrative way. Um, and I think that's a that's a hell of a feat to pull off.
1: It's ambitious, and I think that it, there was potential for this to go two ways. Either it works and everybody got it, and it gets lauded and all the rest of it. Or people go, what the. F- fucking hell was that and what he's managed to do is land slap bang in the
0: middle yeah which which is quite some achievement i mean the one thing that can be said for it is either way there's nobody going yeah rubber's all right um, apart yeah. from maybe you
1: <laughs> well no i mean I, I saw it for the first time today um i watched it on my lunch break and i mean i i sat there i watched the first sort of 10 minutes or so and i think they sent the text on i what the fuck am i watching yeah, it was, um,
0: I, I've probably got the
1: text here. Yeah, I think you called it the stupidest film you'd ever seen. Don't get me wrong, I stand by that. I think I said it was one of the stupidest fucking movie I've ever seen. And I stand by that, because it quite possibly is.
0: Yes, that is exactly what you said. Um, yeah. This is the stupidest fucking movie I've ever seen, to which I immediately countered you with a more stupid movie, which but we'll, we'll leave that for another it. podcast. Yeah. We'll yeah. to come to that one, because... It's I... going to show up on this yeah. show. Um
1: And I, I stand by it, because, I mean, tr- watching... Watching something, I'm going into it. I I was very much the same. I was expecting B movie gore fest because I knew fuck all about it. And that's how it's built, to be fair. And And, that was it. And and that's part of the trick. And I was quite happy with that. I was quite happy going into that thinking, right, okay, well, that's what I'm expecting. So far, I've seen a cop get out the boot of a car (laughs) and talk at me about stuff I don't really give a fuck about. And then some people watching a film through binoculars, which I was like, whatever. And then the bunny exploded. I was, I'm in.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it, and it's there for you if you want the B movie shit, like the tire explodes heads, blows yeah. up bunnies, blows up birds, um, actual birds, not females. Um, uh, give him a chance. Yeah, he, he perves on a yeah. on a woman in the shower at one point. Like, to be fair, this tire immediately from the get-go when he first rises out of the desert he has a hell of a lot of character for something that's completely inanimate and has no eyes or mouth or yeah. anything like just in the movement of the tire and the very
1: subtle way the tire will make a quarter turn left or yeah. right or and the, i mean the, the bit i did like actually i will be honest is when it sort of when it first gets up so it's um, it has to fight its way up because it's kind of buried in sand yeah. it has to dig itself out and it sort of stands up and it wobbles and falls straight over. And then it sort of take you no know, it rolls a little bit and then falls over. It's, it's like a kid learning to walk. There
0: is a mini there's a mini hero's journey just in the tire yeah. getting to the point where he can explode and he even starts working his way up through his kills because he starts as you say, he rolls a little bit and then he falls over. Yeah. And then he rolls a little bit further and he falls over. Then he rolls over an insect. <laughs>
1: Yeah and that's his first kill. Yeah and then there's like a plastic bottle which you no know, he can't he, get yeah, over. and it. so he
0: crushes it.
1: Yeah. That's first I think and
0: then yeah. it's the scorpion, isn't it? Yeah.
1: And then um there's a glass bottle which he can't yeah. smash so then he re- he he thinks about it and it explodes and he realizes he has uh, telekinetic abilities. Yeah. Um and he can blow shit up with his mind yeah yeah. Um, I'll go with that and yeah so then he blows up a bottle he blows up a tin can he blows up a bunny and I'm watching I, I'm sat at my desk watching this with with headphones in and be, I've got people sort of walking past and what the fuck are you doing and then this fucking bunny explodes all over the screen
0: try explaining <laughs> to them that you're watching a film about a murderous tyre well
1: yeah <laughs> yeah I mean to be honest the people who were passing know I'm a bit fucking weird anyway so that was fine <laughs> but I'm watching a film about a tyre that can blow shit up yeah I yeah. mean it kind of doesn't translate so I mean that was but at that point I've got to, I've got to be honest the the whole, um, the, the, uh, the the cops in the fourth wall and I wasn't that bothered and then the bunny exploded I was like you know what I'll give it I'll, I'll give it a bit longer because I was about 15-20 minutes in yeah and well nothing so we'll get to thoughts and all the rest of it towards the uh, as we go through but I, my mind was changed quite quickly I've got to be honest because it it started in a way that set itself, itself up to be something I completely wasn't expecting
0: and that's why I was so surprised to see it on the list of uh, bad movies as they were now look but I, when I, we when we call these movies bad we are we are specifically looking at, at films that are enjoyable for being bad we're, we're not people that are going to sit here and judge them as we've said oh, in the last podcast him. we have watched some absolute horse shit in our time we've and made some
1: it... absolute horse shit in yeah.
0: our time yes we have and we've done it all with a smile on our face and a spring in our step like, we enjoy this shit um, but this is something totally different this is a film that I think is actually
1: genuinely good I'm... but I mean you, you've kind of hit the nail on the head already that because it comes down so centrally and it's so divisive people who have gone into it and gone it's not what I expected therefore it's shit or people have gone I don't get it why can the tire do that? Why is it a tire? Why is it no? Why is it not a man blowing stuff up? Yeah. And if, if you go into it and you're not open to the fact that it's a very unconventional narrative and it's a very unconventional structure, and it's set around an, an inanimate object, because why the fuck not? Yeah. You know, you can have a ch- you have a chucky doll. Yeah. So why can't you have a tire?
0: Yeah.
1: And um, I don't mean I, I mean let's be clear. This isn't an, an inanimate
0: object yet, but as I've said, there is so much character in this oh, type. Yeah.
1: It does not need to speak. I think there's there's some subtleties and like when I'm jumping ahead a bit, but you mentioned he was perving on the girl in the shower, um, yeah. and she comes out of the shower and so she, she can't see him, but she just sees her door as ajar, mm. and she kicks it shut, and the door hits him, and he rolls back slightly, and it sort of stops very abruptly. Yeah. He's like you no, know, again, if that was a person, on the door being slammed in his face, you could almost have seen him falling back onto his ass, and then sort of scrambling to get up.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's a tire that rolls about six inches. Yeah, and then. I think it's after that part it might be
0: just before that um, I mean I have pages of notes in front of me and I have two notes that are written in great big capital letters one is Exploding Bunny which we've already talked about <laughs> and two is fuck it can go up steps because it rolls back up onto the curb
1: yeah and it does that a few times It's I mean, and if it learns from sort of going over things I think yes. the last bottle but it's, it sort of learns that if it goes backwards it gets the momentum and it hits it it can go forwards and it would be very tempting, it, a lot more difficult to shoot, but it would be would have been tempting just to have it sort of deflates slightly to go over, so it yeah. sort of moulds around and then pops itself up. But it didn't do that. Thought, well, no, we'll give it a bit, of, no, I say a bit of character, we'll give it a bit yeah. of a bit of self, effectively, and it makes it learns how to do this. So it backs yeah. it up, and gets momentum, and hits it, and then it rolls up, and that's how it does. And you see it every time it goes up steps; it just becomes a bit more natural and a bit easier for it.
0: Yeah, it, it's like you said, it's almost like a toddler kind of finding its way in the world, and yeah. it's got this real like you really do root for the tire or at least i did yeah. anyway <laughs> like i mean yeah okay it's blowing a lot of shit up but it never really aside from the bunnies and stuff it, it doesn't really kill any humans unless it's motivated to like the first human we see it killed basically smashes into it on the road a cock blocked him yeah
1: totally <laughs> um yeah i mean so i mean he's he's chasing after this girl um, who he's seen on the, oh, he's, who's driven past him as he's on the side of the road and this truck comes out of nowhere and fucking rear ends him mm. and smacks him off the road yeah so yeah fair play go after the twat as well yeah and it just so happens that he rear ended a thing
0: that had the ability to blow up his fucking head
1: yeah I mean but you know. I mean you get to the point later on, I mean jumping ahead to the end there are a lot of people who do die
0: yes there are but by that point they're hunting the tyre
1: well yeah um, so I mean yeah, to say it doesn't kill that many people, it kind of it does to them, but you get. No, well, it's to the... not that
0: it doesn't kill that many people. It's more that I feel like. It doesn't kill that many people unmotivated.
1: That we know, I mean. So, but no. you get to that. There's a gap of about three days, isn't there? And yes, there is. There's a true. lot of fucking bodies around the place.
0: Oh yeah, there is. I forgot about that. So, yeah, when I mean, they go back to the hotel, there are bodies everywhere. Yeah,
1: and they? like you know, outside fucking schools, and there's a guy yes, outside his yeah. car, and the fucking door, the door arm going. To okay, I take it back. Like yeah, so he does got. He does. Well, we don't know what that is. Though, because you've had this jump of three days. They, they may have been trying to stop him escaping. They may have been trying to kill him. They may have just been there. Yeah, we don't know. Um, so there is a fairly homicidal rampage towards the end, but you don't see it. And again, I think part of that's because it's a very low-budget film, and no. you just can't show that. You yeah. just can't blow too many people up. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we talk about these being bad movies, and but they're they're bad in a sense. That a lot of them are bad in the sense that they defy conventional narrative and they defy what you expect them to be. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of films on the on the list that we've got um which some of which have come from from suggestions we had from uh from listeners and keep those coming by the way oh absolutely yeah, yeah. um and some have come from ourselves where we want i want to do this i want to talk about that um i mentioned one earlier on and um you responded that no i and I signed up for bad movies but that's torture yes um so, and you'll get we'll get to that one at some point i'm sure um and the one you counted with was also fucking painful uh, yeah, I mean, look, if you want to test me, <laughs> I'll, I'll give as good as I get. And that's fine. I mean, that's, that's why we do this. Um, as long as you don't go buy them all, because fucking Algo broke. I, I, I sadly own the one that you suggested. Yeah, so do I. I don't uh, own the one you suggested. No, yes. neither do
0: I, and I don't want to buy it either. I may I have know. to.
1: Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, look, a lot of them are bad in, a, in, in as much as they're unconventional, and they they're not easy to pin down where they're coming from a lot of the time. Some of them are just fucking blockbusters that went her- horrendously wrong. Yeah. Um, or not, as the case may be. Um, and they're perceived to have gone wrong. Yeah. Uh, and the, we'll there are a couple of those we'll talk about as well. I mean, there's one in particular that we've also went, what's that on this for? I fucking love that one. I, to, to be fair, there's a few on on the Facebook
0: mm. uh, message thread that we had where people were suggesting where I was like, what the fuck? But one man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> so look, if you guys suggest them, yeah, we'll look do them. Yeah, we'll, um, look at them. As long as... Long as they can at least conventionally be considered bad. I mean, it, look, if you're going to ask us to do Citizen Kane, then we're not going to do it. <laughs> no. Because, you know, you might think it's bad. I'm not a massive fan myself. Say, i say,
1: I fucking hate Citizen Kane, but it's not a bad film. But it's not a bad, not a bad, film. Film. A bad movie.
0: Yeah, actually, neither is this, but I can understand, or at least in my opinion, it's not. But I can understand how you can lump it in with the, the bad film genre that we're looking at. It is, yeah. it is intentionally a B-movie. And so i think it qualifies
1: yeah Um, i've just um i've just read i've got some notes in front of me as well i've just remembered why he goes on the uh homicidal rampage but we'll come to that later on
0: yeah um i mean we're probably not going to talk through the narrative on this one like we did in in mario brothers one because that seemed to take ages and two because as we said this narrative is not really conventional um we've you 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 have an A and a B story, essentially, like you would in, in any decent script, but they are quite far removed from each other. Have, because of the meta-narrative, you have the A story of the Tyre going on its murderous rampage, which is almost its own film, yeah. compared to the B story of the spectators who are watching this. Yeah. Um, and then a businessman or accountant. an accountant. Is he an accountant? Yep. Yeah, okay. Now, there again... Smack on the nose um the the audience are controlled by the accountant, yeah, who feeds them turkeys, yeah. until such a point that he becomes so greedy that he eats the turkey himself, which is poisonous, yeah, and he ends up killing himself, the snake eating his own tail,
1: yeah um and it's it's quite um, that's probably one of the few points where you do get that that accountant character hes of. He kind of acknowledges what he is, and there's there's a bit where the the cops are all sort of gathered round, and so the the main sheriff's like, "You've done your job so you can go home. It's all over now." Mm-hmm. And he comes on and said, "Somebody didn't, somebody did need, didn't didn't take the bait. Somebody's not dead. Yeah. We've got to carry on going." So, then he's, uh, the, so the sheriff's, "Oh, for fuck's sake, we've got to carry on with this, the whole charade because she's not really dead. The, the woman in the body, went, yeah, she hasn't got a head. No, it's fine, really. No, none of this is real. Shoot me. Oh, fuck. Um, right, okay. And then he has to sort of." Go back into into his, his role in the narrative. Yeah, and there are load there are loads of points like that where you look at it and go, right, okay, that kind of it. They are trying to feed. No, it is trying to feed in to. As I say, this this whole thing of, oh, no, of audience and that sense of self and where they you know. And this whole thing of no, what we do doesn't matter because none of it's real.
0: Yeah, it's none of it's real, and it's a case of the audience just want shit and the studio just wants to feed the audience shit to get their money, hence the greedy accountant yeah. feeding them turkeys. It really is that on-the-nose. As yeah. I say, there's no... I, I can understand that this film might seem quite obtuse to some people, mm. but it, it really doesn't take a lot to just peg it down. It's given to you. It's handed to you on a platter. Mm. Um, and... I <laughs> I I love it for that. As I say, even though I'm the audience, it's skewering. Fuck me, we're doing a podcast about bad films. Like we are the audi- we are at fault here. Absolutely. Um, but I still love it. <laughs> it's very very clever. It, it's clever in its simplicity, is what it is. It
1: is, and I think that it's very effective because it would be very easy to do um, lots of sort of no, lots of meta jokes, lots of fourth wall jokes. Jokes are very punny they are and they cringe worthy a yeah. lot of times as and, well and um, pri- uh, one of the programs i always think of is um Jane Bob straight back they again they're very knowing um fourth wall jokes but they again they're fucking embarrassing mm. you look at, in this you don't have that it's you no know, that they, they blended that that sort that of te- that fourth wall technique so well into that narr- into what narrative you do have yes that you you kind of don't
0: notice it no not at all um you could if you wanted to not that you should have to but you could if you want to almost just ignore the whole b story about the audience and still get the story about the tire on the murderous rampage yeah i mean even within that story itself this it we get this speech about nothing matters it doesn't matter if you look for it the tire has a backstory there's a whole dream sequence where he sees a tire fire at the end and he reflects back on his time has he's killed people and stuff like that and he's sort of looking at the way humanity treats his his race essentially <laughs> no, he's being
1: persecuted it's funny you say that because as I was watching it and so I I've been watching it in, in bits so I watched the majority of it at lunchtime um, in the office and then I I was sat there giving the kids a bath and I sat there watching it on my phone with my headphones in and <laughs> great <laughs> bath time viewing that's fine they were playing with some shit it was fine um, and I remember watching the bit of the tire fire and thinking, oh, the humanity. And then he goes on his fucking murderous rampage because his entire species is being wiped out by fire. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, you got me. Yeah. Fuck. But that was kind you of the see, point. see, it's there. Yeah. yeah. And that was kind of the point it. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it.
0: It does all make sense. Like I said, there are no narrative holes here. It's pretty fucking tight.
1: There are, there are no narrative holes as long as you ignore the fact that the entire thing is a narrative hole. Well, yeah, but that's the
0: point. Yeah. It works within the confines of its own structure, and they give that to you immediately at the start of the film. Yeah. It is laid out for you. There are no excuses being made. Yeah. It's not like It's not like Mr. Weezo set out to... I, I really should call him by his actual name, but he's always going to be Mr. Weezo to me. It's not like he set out to make this kind of culty B-movie masterpiece mm. and ended up making a shit film. He set out to intentionally make a shit film oh, and annoy the audience. Yeah, he's poking the bear. and he's done it. it. You know, he's he's fulfilled his mission statement, so it works in the confines of that.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Um, and yeah, it's just the the it's very easy to watch it and sort of on first glance go what no, as, as, as I did the first of ten minutes go, all right, what the fuck am I watching this for? Really, what do I get? And as you, as you go on, you think right, okay, I kind of get it yeah and it don't more and more of it makes sense and then you get to the point that, as you said you, you get to the end and you're rooting for him
0: oh yeah totally I'm I'm on Robert's side right the way through like totally I, I fell in love with that tyre from the second we get those beautiful freewheeling shots yeah. as you say and he's, he's struggling to move and it's got that, that lovely soundtrack and it, it basically there's a good five minutes at the start where it's just a music video yeah. let's call it what it is you know Yeah. it's just a music video but it's absolutely gorgeous you know and, and by the time we get to the end and they're trying to bait the fucker out with this horrendous mannequin and he's just inside he's not even killing anybody at this point he's inside watching well, fucking in like formula NASCAR, one yeah. yeah well yeah it's nascar that's right the sounds are formula one but he's watching nascar anyway uh, <laughs> he's not hurting anybody at this point and then the audience starts the one remaining audience member yeah, starts, to get, do starts to get annoyed and gives him shit and nitpicks the film yeah and that's where we really get the fucking bat out and start beating the whiny bitches on the internet, is essentially what that is. <laughs> Hello. Hello, whiny bitches on the internet, of which we are too. Exactly. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, I... I gave it a very cursory look over. Um, I say, when we when we started talking about this, and so this one came out, um, I had a look, I did some reading, I was like, all right, okay, I can deal with that. Um, and yeah, it was... It was one of those like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. And, you know, it, it sounds entertaining enough because even like, everything you read about it, until you go into depth and start reading about plot and things like that, you actually you look at it and it is set up as a B-movie. Like, even the way it's described on um, on iTunes when you when you go to buy it. Um, Rubber is the story of Robert, an inanimate tire that has been abandoned in the desert suddenly and inexplicably comes to life. As Robert roams the bleak landscape, he discovers that he possesses terrifying telepathic powers that give him the ability to destroy anything he wishes without having to move nothing about the rest of it it yeah. just sells it as a fucking b-movie
0: i mean in fairness i think the rest of it would be very difficult to describe and i think you would do the film a disservice mm. if you did describe it um i think I, I almost feel bad if you've not watched the film and now you've listened to us talk about it and we've convinced you to watch it i feel bad that you are going knowing what it is yeah because the first time you watch it that speech to camera just gives you the slap in the face straight away and you know by the end of that speech if you're gonna like this film or not yeah because it's all there for you he's like i said he's telling you this is nonsense i'm doing this on purpose thanks for your five quid now fuck off yeah it's essentially what you're getting here and that's that's ballsy gotta give him that and like i said if if it had not been intentional or if it was just Deliberately obtuse for the sake of it, like something like a Lynch film would be, Mm. then it would annoy the piss out of me. Yeah. But the fact that he's actually having a knowing laugh at our expense, I kind of like that. That's pretty
1: rock and roll. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think that um, generally that's um. That's the way that people now look. A lot of people look at this film is that they know, knowing what it is, they know it's it's received a far better following than it probably should have yeah I think that's fair yeah. and I think that people regard people within certain elements of, sort of film be it um, being critics or be, um, being pundits or whatever you want to call them they either they either see it and go all right okay I maybe I misjudged that or another you know, so the, sort of the yes yeah, and the more do ones were like yeah so first time I saw it, I got it straight away yeah it was brilliant um, and then didn't watch past the first 10 minutes It's very easy to go back and say, oh, yeah, this is an amazing amazing product. And a lot of people will have just kind of completely missed the point of it. Yeah. And I've I've got to admit, until about halfway through, I did as well. I was just watching and what the fuck am I doing this for? Why am I putting myself through this? And then it kind of clicked. I get it.
0: I do. I get it. As I say, I I can understand. And, you know, like I said, one man's trash, another man's treasure. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Um, I do, though. I i really do but but i understand how some people cannot i can see how it's not everyone's cup of tea
1: mm. um
0: if nothing else for the fact that if you're going in expecting this this b movie like yes there's exploding heads and yes there's exploding monies and shit but it's not horrendously violent it's not a splatfest. no
1: i mean it's kind of to me it's kind of like this of the the the, the knowingly piss takey ones that um peter jackson did yeah it's that sort. it's that sort of violence um, where you know it's going to explode because you know, the t- the tire starts shuddering and you, the the sort of the noise builds and there's a particular a a particular new sound that comes in right at the end <laughs> before things blow up so you know exactly it's going to there's no surprise to it
0: there's no shock
1: no. value to it after the first one I mean it, there comes a point where you know the the narrative
0: is that slight as I say it's there but it is that slight that basically any time you see the tire encounter anything that isn't the, the lady that he's obsessed with, you know they're getting fucking blowed up. Yeah. That, that's basically it. You see, you see the tyre, you see an object, and he blows it the fuck up.
1: No, he didn't kill the annoying kid. Which annoying kid? The teenager who, with pizza. No, he didn't, did he? No, he fucking deserved it.
0: Yeah. He was a whiny little bitch. Did the tyre actually... Yeah, the tyre was there, wasn't it, because he, he, he picked up a bit of the bird and put it on the pizza.
1: Yeah, yeah. but then when he was back at the motel, he would killed the... the um, Chambermaid or uh, the, the yeah. maid, he was, he was around the back of the pool, and he said, "Did you kill her? Why did you kill her? Can you talk? Can you understand me?" And the tire just fucks off.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think again, there's an element there of if we are to accept that the tire is doing all of this because humankind are wankers and we've persecuted this entire race of, of rubber tire people, mm. um, then there's probably two humans that he'll spare. There's there's the girl that he's obsessed with. Because he's obsessed with her, and then there's this kid who, in classic monster movie fashion, just like Frankenstein and the little girl, and yeah. and so on, or Frankenstein's monster and the little girl. But you know what I meant. Yeah. um The kid has reached out to the tire. Yeah, he, he hasn't. Everybody else is hunting the tire by this point. They just want to fucking put a bullet in it. Whereas the kid's just like you did it, didn't you? Why did you do that? I want to understand no. what's wrong. Yeah, true. And you get the feeling that if the tire could talk. Or if he could somehow beam telepathic images at the kid, he could show him the tire fire and just say, because you keep fucking burning us. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, I, I think I kind of get that. It, the, the kid's the closest thing he, he, met, he gets to a friend throughout the film. Yeah, I just find kids of that age, annoying. I? Oh, I mean, there's nothing I can do about that. You've got two of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not that age, actually. <laughs> No, yeah.
0: You, you do understand that they grow, right? That's how humans work. Yeah. They I mean, will we'll get bigger.
1: I'm working on the principle. The time they get to that, age, they won't fucking speak to me.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah. So, one thing I didn't get right, and we'll, I was going to leave this to later on, I we'll might as well do that. The tire mm-hmm. Robert. And, and then all the other tyres later on that you see. hmm They're all fucking pristine. They've all got full tread on them, there's no fucking damage on them. Who's chucking these fucking things out?
0: Well, we don't... We don't necessarily know that Robert's been chucked out. He, may be, he There may have been a car crash or something, but, but the other ones, But then there'd be a wheel yeah, in it, wouldn't there? I mean, I kind of assumed the other ones were coming from the
1: dump. But who dumps fully-treaded tyres? Weird people. Ah, uh, Yeah it okay, doesn't fucking matter <laughs> oh, of all the things of this, fil- of this film that annoyed me that's the one that fucking bugged me the most because tires are expensive
0: yeah no reason is the answer no fucking
1: reason it doesn't uh, matter yeah <laughs> but even like, when the, the cops are doing their briefing and um, the main sheriff says this is what your suspect looks like and he's taking the tire off his car mm-hmm. and he's like what colour is it black has it got tread yes what brand is it no brand but like, why is it so fucking? It's it's in mint condition. Why the fuck is it just there? I who, I who buries new tires in the desert.
0: I honestly didn't clock that, but the filmmaker in me says that because if I'm gonna do a macro shot of a tire, it's gonna look a lot nicer if it's got a nice deep tread. I got a ball on and shed it up a bit. No, cause cause then there's no texture to it. It just doesn't look interesting, does it? It looks flat
1: well, and you're, boring. You don't completely ball it. You just fucking run it down a bit.
0: I I, I think. If it was me, I'd choose to have tread on the tyre, to be fair, as well. I should... Yeah. Yeah. It just bothered uh, me. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think it's the most important thing to worry about. I mean, if you're worried about that, I mean, what about the fact that he's actually reincarnated as a much smaller tyre yeah. on a tricycle?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it, there's a lot worse places you can go <laughs> and he doesn't have tread.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, the, 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 the trike thing... Again, it was annoying, but it was kind of cool at the end where they're all following him. Um, yeah, to Hollywood. Yeah.
0: The entire tyre army is descending on Hollywood. Yeah. Again, on the fucking nose, <laughs> as <Yeah>. you like. <coughs> um so, yeah, I mean, essentially, we've we've given you what what little narrative there is there. It's about a killer tyre who's obsessed with a lady. There's a film within a film, the tyre is being hunted by a sheriff played by an actor, yeah, who seems to be the only person that's aware that he's in a film,
1: yeah, it's only him and the accountant, the audience. isn't that? Yeah, and then, yeah, the audience kind of get, and you get that to the, so the convergence of the two stories at the end, where the um, the last remaining audience member who doesn't eat, who, who doesn't swallow the turkey, he does he won't eat the food the accountant gives him. Um, uh, he then interjects, as you said, and he starts ripping around, he starts ripping on the fact that it's taking too long to know to um, to resolve it it's 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 gone really dull it's gone really boring just trying to wait it out go in there with guns or flamethrowers or bazookas or some shit yeah to a point where then he gets himself blown up um and it's it's a nice it's a nice way to close that strand out because all the way through you're kind of thinking well well, the sheriff's gonna get it because he's a dick yeah he's you know he's trying he's trying so hard just to get the tire and um, for all the all, all the meta stuff all the you know, all the, uh, the, the jokes the, the, the way that's set up you kind of think well that's how films play out no, he's going to get his because he's an arsehole and as it turns out he walks away yeah. and he's just completely fucking disillusioned with it he goes you know what bollocks this. this the standoff doesn't work the audience turns on him he goes fuck it I'm just going to shoot the twat so he goes in and blasts the tire with a shotgun and goes, there you go it's done and fucks off off screen as yes. well yeah so, a complete non ending. That
0: for the is the ultimate oh, that's the fuck, you. fuck you. The
1: biggest fuck you of the entire and thing.
0: Honestly, in any other film, it would drive me fucking berserk. I would be on here calling
1: this film the biggest pile of shit in the world. But th- that was the bit. Like, I, sorry, I, for me, it clicked probably about 35, 40 minutes in. So, yeah. not, not quite halfway, but not far off. And at that point, so, as I said, you, you're rooting for the tyrant. So you, You've had this setup where he's in he's in the house watching NASCAR. He's not hurting anybody. He's just kind of sat in an armchair. Yeah. Owner oh, no, of the house is dead. Okay, fine, whatever. But you know he's just kind of sat there, and you've got this big stakeout going on where they're all outside watching him. They're all you know, trying to, you know, they've set this dummy up. To, and they, to yeah, up.
0: they they dress the dummy up like the lady. Yeah. And they get her to read lines to him. It's from so fucking the van. convoluted.
1: And I mean, yeah. um, you know, you, you again, you see versions of this scene in so many films. Yeah. And then you know, Joe audience pipes up he goes fuck it he goes in with a shotgun kills it off screen and comes out with a dead tire which yeah. has just been blown to shit yeah and it's the most anticlimactic thing you can ever imagine
0: yeah and then you get back to the audience again where he gives us the line he's not dead he's been reincarnated as a tricycle and you see the tricycle just peek yeah. around the corner it all goes very shining for a moment
1: yeah and it's it's that thing and you look at it and at that point, again, you get the impression he's going to go after the sheriff because the sheriff's have gone and fucking shot him, yeah, but the and it's a the slightest of turns of the wheel, I yeah, mean, you're talking a couple of degrees it's not you no know, it's not fucking forty five degrees and that it's you no know, maybe ten, yeah, yeah, just enough to hint that he's not actually looking straight in front of again, him the character
0: that you get just from this inanimate object is great, yeah, and it's at this point again, he should go after the sheriff, but ultimately, this film is aimed at the audience um and <laughs> And the audience's desire for her to shit over quality product, so he goes after Mr. Angry Internet Audience. Yeah. To the point where we get the line from him: "I'm not something like I'm not a character. I'm just watching." Yeah. Something like that. Um. And then, of course, the tire takes him down, and then and then takes his army of tire brethren on a rampage to Hollywood.
1: Yeah. Which we don't see. (laughs) That's right, and I mean, there's um there's a nice point at the end where the girl is driving away and it kind of it mirrors the early show where he first sees her where you know, she's driving past and then the trike just overtakes this car so it pulls yes. up alongside has a little look sideways and yeah. then fucks off in front of her and that's it that's the end it of it leaves her alone Leaves yeah. her, yeah, because she's, no, she's done nothing she's not she's she's part of part of the narrative whatever else but yeah and that was a really nice touch
0: yeah there were, there were loads of it is a film of moments as I say it's beautifully shot but it's you almost think of this tire or I do anyway um, particularly given Mr Weasel's past with Flat Eric and stuff like that you almost see this tire as, as kind of a puppet yeah um in the, he clearly knows how to animate things hmm. um and and it is a film of moments like that it's it's moments like the tricycle overtaking the car and the formation of the army of tires as they roll in into hollywood and the slight turn of the wheel towards the spectator
1: yeah and like the the thing with um with it as well as that as you said you had um, flat Eric and animating a tire is not gonna be easy. No, no. It's it's one of those things you're looking at, oh the fuck no, how would you do that so effectively? And apparently it was done with remote controls and sort of motors and things like that. But obviously because the tire is hollow, it's quite difficult to conceal all of that. Mm-hmm. And that was part of the concern that because you, you'd you wouldn't you either couldn't move it enough because you'd reveal how it was moving, or you give you you'd lose some of the character. mm mm-hmm. And it was a very fine line, but no, as we already said, the movement is absolutely spot on and it makes that character. Totally.
0: And, and there's a shot very early on as well where we're kind of over the tyre's shoulder and then the tyre turns, mm. turns sort of a quarter turn so that we're shooting through the centre of the tyre. Yeah. It's just little touches like that 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 make you realize like this this is not being made by an idiot no he really does know exactly what he's doing and he is just having a good old giggle at your expense right down to um, when you watch the features on the blu ray it's got your standard featurettes and interviews with the director and stuff mm. like that yeah uh, he <laughs> he gives the whole interview in French because he's French so you'll give him that one yeah. but then they play his voice in reverse just because why not just because he wants to fuck with you yeah. so if you don't put the subtitles on you got no fucking chance it, why
1: not yeah that's true why not? why not why not i mean
0: look it was cheap to make so he's had fun with it and yeah i just i, I salute the guy i
1: really like this yeah um listen i've I've come at this in two ways. As I, I went into expecting it to be a B movie along the lines of various other things we've watched over the years, um, and when it started, I, I was sadly going, "What the fucking hell?" Thinking, you "No, know, this makes Mario look like a palm door winner." Um, uh, they're very different films. They aren't are, they? That's and the thing. that's the biggest difficulty I've had is that it's not comparing like for like. No, it's not. This is not. This
0: is not apples for apples. Um, that, I mean that's the problem here you know when we set out to do this podcast as we said last last episode Mario is is the baseline yeah, yeah. So, so we're looking at bad films and comparing them to Mario but we're looking at bad films for their novelty value and the fun that we can get out of them mm. um, whereas this to me is so far above that baseline that I don't even consider it a bad film
1: it's it's difficult I mean I'm kind of on the fence because yes you look at it and that's a like, People will look at it one or two. Is people will either read it as going, "It's a big fuck you." It's you no, know, it's it's this, it's that. Or they'll, they'll look at it and go, "What the fuck was that all about?" Mm-hmm. And I think that's the th- that's the division you get in the audience. And that's why when you look at some sort of the, the scores on things that are on tomatoes, is that it is it does kind of sit for, no between forty five and sixty because people don't know what to make of it.
0: No, and then there probably is also a third demographic there where there are people that go. Oh, okay, I get that. Oh, hang on, you're having a pop at me? Fuck off. Yeah. Um, whereas, I, as I say, I'm just look at it and go, I, I, I'll take it. You know, I'll take my lumps and laugh along with it. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for me, this it's not the best film I've ever seen. Oh, I'm not saying it. No, um, it's not the best film I've ever seen. It's well, not. It's, it's not close to my top one hundred even. But. No.
1: But it's not the worst film I've seen, and it's very difficult to say whether it's better or worse than Mario because it's so different. I think it has to be a personal taste
0: thing in that of like yeah. if you had the two in front of you now which would you watch?
1: On the basis that I watched Rubber this afternoon then probably Mario <laughs> but uh, yeah I get your point and I think that, because they're so different I mean Mario for me was more enjoyable mm-hmm. because it, you know, it's 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 a popcorn movie yes you don't yeah, have to think that. about it you just kind of stick it on and you know what's going to happen because you know you know they're going to win at the end you know that you know he's gonna, he's he's going to get the girl. It's all going to go fantastically, and then it kind of goes the way it goes. Whereas with this, this could have gone any fucking way. Oh yeah, totally. Um, to a point where you could have had a, a bloodbath outside the uh, outside the house with all the cops and the girl. You could have had you no. Know, fucking Mario tired.
0: Brothers could have showed up in this movie out of nowhere, and uh, it would make it.
1: it would make as much sense as anything else. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it just I I find it quite difficult saying yeah or nay but I think. On the basis of what it sets out to do and what it does it's better than mario but in terms of enjoyment i'd say it's probably not as uh...
0: okay so so the title of the podcast is better than mario brothers so we much in the same way as on who wins we have to have a winner we have to come down on one side or the other here it's a for better me, film i think so for me is this better than mario unquestionably yes i in, in every way, I, and I enjoy Mario Brothers, as I said in the last podcast. But for me, unquestionably, this is better than Super Mario Brothers, and it's shorter. It is shorter. Maybe you disagree. I don't know. But for no, me, it's, it's better. It's than It's a
1: better Mario film. Brothers. I didn't enjoy it as much, but it's a better
0: film. Okay, so Rubber is better than Mario Brothers.
1: Yeah, um, if you agree with that, disagree with that, get in touch um, on uh, Twitter. We're at ddpodcastnet uh, on Facebook with the Double Down Podcast Network. You can go to our website ddpodcast.net. dot um, Yeah, get in touch. Um, keep the suggestions coming. Um, the yeah, the trashier please. the better.
0: There, I mean, there are stuff that popped up on that Facebook post that we went, oh yeah, how did we not think of that? And look, we'll we'll do them. You suggest them. We'll if they fit the criteria, you know, if they can be considered bad. Yeah. We'll, and you guys know what could be considered bad. Look, if you've just got a bee in your bonnet about a particular film, yeah. like, look, I'm sorry, if you didn't like Last Jedi, we're not going to do that because it's objectively not a bad film. Yeah. I'm sorry if you don't like it. it. I, yeah, I think it's... I'm not going to say that because I'll get haters on, but yeah, it is an excellent <laughs> film in my opinion. Um, But moreover, it's clearly not a bad film it no. wasn't intended to be a bad film it's well executed that isn't a bad film yeah. this i can understand how you would think it would be so but yeah. yeah shout them out even if we don't do them it gets some discussion going there's absolutely. been a few it's been a few discussions going on at thread as well so come along drop in some comments and yeah i'm, I'm sure we'll we'll pick up some more from, absolutely from the chat so but
1: yeah so uh, until next time see you later